Come gather round the campfire and hear our ghostly tales of chilling terrors, darkest woes, and anything that goes bump in the night. So cuddle up with your best friend or dare it alone. The darkness is closing in and spirits are calling your name. This is Fireside Phantoms. Carol. Welcome, Holly. Oh, thank you. Um, so guess what I did yesterday? What did you do? <laughs> so I was doing research for um, our next episode, what story I was going to do. And I, I stumbled across one and I was going to go and do some research on it. But then trying to do my research for that show, I stumbled across something else that I thought was kind of funny. It's um, amazing how stumbling leads you to other things. Yeah, I know. It's kind of nice sometimes, the uh, rabbit holes that mm -hmm. will appear. So I was going to watch this show called Portals to Hell. Oh, I love it already. And the uh, one of the hosts of that show is Jack Osborne, Ozzy oh, wow. Osborne's son. Yes. Do you remember when that show was really big, the Osborne? Yes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so anyway, Jack's all grown up now, and he is on this paranormal show with this other lady, and they host it. And so one of the, the episodes I'm going to do next time, I wanted to watch their experience with this location, but I won't tell you what that is yet. But um, the episode I got sucked into was they came to Portland and they did the Shanghai Tunnels. Oh, yeah. The underground tunnels. They have an episode up where Ozzy Osbourne and Sharon Osbourne are watching that episode with Jack Osborne and commenting on it. <laughs> so I'm like, I'm going to watch Ozzy and Sharon react to Jack exploring the Shanghai tunnels of Portland. And it turns out that a couple of years prior, Jack and Ozzy Osborne did a personal Shanghai tunnel tour of Portland. And so there was some footage of the two of them going through the tunnels. Oh, wow. And so Ozzy could tell Sharon, yeah, I, I can't do an Ozzy Osbourne impression. Who am I trying to kid? kid. Yeah. But he'd be like, oh, yeah, it was scary, spooky down there. You know, I can't do his accent. Yeah. But, um, but yeah, he would comment on on going down there and checking things out and the creep factor of it. And I thought it was really fun. And so they were all watching it together and I was kind of laughing. I'm like, oh, this is kind of cool. You know, what's funny is uh, Leah, my daughter, texted me uh, a couple days ago and she said, mom, have you seen the latest or or the episode on um i think it's unsolved mysteries um and i said you know i haven't been watching that mm. lately i, I just haven't yeah. and she said they had she goes i just watched a show and they had featured a family who had an incident with their sleep and snore ernie doll yeah. and she goes just like us mom and the took the batteries out and it was still saying i feel great i feel great and i said are you sure the show wasn't about us and they just you know <laughs> they just stole it stole it from us and she goes no it's a different family so i just thought that was really interesting uh, maybe all of those dolls are demonic Maybe there's something about them. Mm, yeah. Very, perhaps. very crazy. So anyway, I Scary. just thought it was fun. And I highly recommend watching the uh, Shehine Tunnel with Ozzy and Sharon Osbourne. Yeah, that does sound <laughs> fun. A lot of good shows yeah. right now yeah. to watch. For sure. Well, my story today takes us to the Oregon coast. <gasps> yes. Mm -hmm. I love it. I love the Oregon coast. A well, dark you won't and stormy know. day on you the Oregon coast. You won't know after my story. Oh, boy. Okay. So here we go. All right. Let me strap myself in. On the coast of Oregon, near the Hasita Head Lighthouse. Yay! Yes. There lived a mermaid, Holly. Really? Yes, with sharp teeth and flowing hair. 
Huh. Her cave was hidden in the depths of the ocean, and her beauty was said to rival that of Aphrodite herself. Really? But her beauty was nothing but a facade. A lure to draw in the unsuspecting sailors who ventured too close to her lair. So she's a siren. Uh Isn't that a siren? Maybe. Yes. Maybe you're right. (laughs) The voice. Many tales were told of the mermaid's vicious attacks, of how she would control the water and the minds of sailors with her singing and illusions. Hmm. No one who entered her domain ever returned, and those who dared to tell the tale were deemed mad. One fateful night, a group of sailors set sail from the nearby town, seeking adventure and a productive spot to get a net full of Dungeness crab. Mm, I love Dungeness crab, but I'm not sure if I would brave an, an evil mermaid for that. Yes, <laughs> I might. I love crab. <laughs> seafood is wonderful when mm. you can have it. Mm-hmm. Especially fresh seafood. I know. They were warned of the mermaid's presence, but their excitement fueled their trip believing that they could conquer anything that stood in their way. False optimism. Always beware. (laughs) Yes. As they sailed closer to the mermaid's cave, the sea grew choppy and the skies darkened. The mermaid's voice called out to them, a haunting melody that lured them closer and closer to their doom. Yes, just like that, Holly. (laughs) They could see her now, her long copper-green hair flowing in the water, her sharp teeth glinting in the moonlight. Her magic was strong, and the sailors could feel their minds slipping away as she beckoned them closer. But one among them, a brave and cunning sailor, had heard the stories and was prepared. He had brought with him a simple charm that would protect him from the mermaid's magic, and as the others succumbed to her spell, he remained focused and alert. The charm, you ask? The charm. What was it? It was a shark's tooth. He wore it on a necklace that blocked her from attacking a fellow sea creature. It made him her equal as a predator of the sea. He watched in horror as his comrades were pulled beneath the waves, their screams silenced by the mermaid's laughter. Hmm. But he did not falter. And with all his might, he fought against the mermaid's seductive control. The sailor knew. He had to act fast to avoid the wicked storm she was creating, a fate of certain drowning just like his crew. He charged towards the mermaid, wielding his sword with deadly precision. But the mermaid was quick, and she darted away, evading his strikes. Hmm. The water churned around them, and the sailor felt the mermaid's magic closing in on him. He could see her now her beautiful sharp face twisted in a grotesque grin, her pointy teeth glistening with blood. With a sudden burst of rage, the sailor lunged at the mermaid, his sword piercing her chest. The mermaid shrieked out in pain, her body writhing and thrashing in the water. Blood spilled from the mermaid's wounds, staining the water a dark red. The sailor watched in horror as the mermaid's magic began to fade revealing the true horror beneath her beautiful facade. Mm. The mermaid's skin peeled away, revealing rows upon rows of razor-sharp teeth and tentacles that writhed and twisted in the water. Mm. Her eyes glowed with a malevolent light, and the sailor could feel her hatred burning through him. The power of the sailor's necklace, though, was like a beacon signal for the sharks to come and circle the growing pool of blood in the water. Hmm. With one final scream of rage, the mermaid lunged at the sailor, her tentacles lashing out in a frenzy of violence. But the sailor was ready, and with one swift blow, he struck the mermaid's head, 
ending her reign of terror once and for all. The sharks, in a feeding frenzy, carried off all remaining evidence of the mermaid's mangled body. It is said, on the anniversary of the mermaid's death in the evening of late summer, the sharks still gather in the area a short distance from Hesita Head Lighthouse, hoping to find a feast, and some who have heard the story swear they can make out a faint melody of an eerie tune haunting the darkest of nights out in the deep waves. I love it. Well, true, great. True story, right? Um, true story, <laughs> uh, not written by me, GPT chat. Whoa. And an interesting fact about this, I was banned. I got GPT <gasps> chat in trouble what? for writing this because it was considered inappropriate and a violation of guidelines because it was too, it was too gory. It was too grotesque. Really? Yeah. And so you have to be careful using it. Um, I also tweaked it a bit. Like it came out with a first draft and I'm like, oh, no, no, this is this is not good enough. Please make it. <laughs> please make it like Jaws, you know, first Jaws yeah. with a lot of blood and gore yeah. and, yeah. Like, you know, yeah, make so that's it what scary. You yeah. That's what I ordered. And uh, so, yeah. And so I had to appeal that to GPT chat. And I said, look, this was just a, a fake, you know, story. Yeah. And nobody was injured in the making of this story. So please, you know, um, you know, that seems to me don't like make this it's a violation. Tame, really, considering, you know, you and I come from the world where that story wouldn't even like, no, it wouldn't be that I mean, bad. That's at all. on Nickelodeon. Yeah. All, all the time. Like, <laughs> that's mean, Disney Plus right there. That's Disney Plus right yeah, there. That's interesting. Well, anyway, that's a good lead in to my story today. Can you guess what it is? My guess is you're doing the chat GPT. No, I'm doing sharks. No, I'm kidding. I'm doing mermaids. Mermaids. Oh, you're doing mermaids? Yeah. Oh, I thought you were going to do the chat thing. Okay, no. cool. Anyway, mermaid legends can be traced as far back to ancient Babylonian mythology, where the goddess Atargatis, or Atargates, was depicted with a fish tail and a human upper body. Similar depictions of this sea creature can be found in Greek and Roman mythology, such as the sea god Triton was often depicted with a mermaid tail. Okay. In some cultures, such as those in the Pacific Islands, mermaid-like creatures were believed to be the spirits of deceased loved ones who died at sea. The physical characteristics of mermaids are typically described as having a human upper body and a fish tail instead of legs. Mm -hmm. Mermaids are often depicted as having long hair, often blonde, green, or red. Little mermaid. Mm-hmm. Folklore and legends surrounding mermaids say that most mermaids in stories were believed to be dangerous and lured sailors to their deaths. There are arguments that sirens that you were talking about yeah. are essentially mermaids with singing talent. Mm, okay. But the Greeks believed the sirens to be a hybrid form of a bird body and human head, which hung out in the cliffs and caves of the ocean shore and did lure the seamen to their death, but they were not mermaids. In Homer's famous tale, The Odyssey, the author doesn't describe the sirens' physical appearance in his epic poem, but archaeologists have found sirens featured in ceramic paintings and tomb sculptures, featured with bird wings, talons, and a human face adorned with a manly beard. Hmm. Later artwork then changed the face of the siren to a more feminine creature resembling the mermaid dropping the beard. And I thought sirens were supposed to be very seductive. Mm -hmm. With right? their voice. Yeah. They're, you know, trying yeah. to lure the sailors to. Yeah. 
to um, being hypnotized by their voice. Right. Uh, but, you know, in a lot of stories, they're kind of blended now mm-hmm. with each other. Mm-hmm. They had the three sirens in Oh Brother, Where Art Thou? Yes. Do you remember that? I yeah. love that yeah. movie. Yeah, yeah. It's so great. It's kind of like the depiction of a, a modern day odyssey. Right. The tale That's of right. Homer. That's right. Mm. So in Japanese folktales, if one sees a mermaid body washed up on a shore, it is an omen for war. A temple in Fukuoka has kept priests guarding remains of a mermaid who is said to have died found washed up on their shores in 1222. The supposed mermaid bones have been on display for hundreds of years in their temple. Hmm. A story was told that Alexander the Great's sister, Thessaloniki, was turned into a mermaid when she died. If a ship passed near her, she would pop up from the waters and ask, Is King Alexander, my brother, alive? If they said yes, she would allow them to pass on unharmed. But if they showed any disrespect for the king, she would create a mighty storm to sink their ship. Other cultures depicted mermaids as benevolent creatures would sometimes help out sailors in distress. Mermaids were sometimes believed to have the power of prophecy, controlled the storms, and was able to grant wishes. Mermaid sightings were recorded back in 2nd century Gaul, which was a region of Western Europe first described by the Romans and makes up present-day countries like France, Belgium, Germany, the Netherlands, and Northern Italy. The Roman historian Pliny the Elder recorded that the governor of Gaul wrote a letter to Emperor Augustus to inform him about many occurrences of finding bodies of human-like creatures covered in scales with long hair washed up on the shores. Oh, cool. I wish they had cameras back in those days. I know, that sounds awesome. Like, what were they finding? Yeah, yeah. Blackbeard, also known as Edward Teach, is one of the most infamous pirates in history. He recorded in his logbook a story where he saw a beautiful woman sitting on a rock in the middle of the sea during one of his voyages. When he tried to reach her as the ship approached, she disappeared diving back into the sea. Hmm. He was convinced from that point on that mermaids existed and avoided waters that were known for mermaid sightings. However, I can find no proof his logbook existed, but many believe it true due to a reference of the story in the General History of Pirates, published in 1724. The author who uses the name Captain Charles Johnson supposedly collected the stories as authentic biographies of well-known pirates, but historians have never been able to confirm his true identity. Many pirates believed in the existence of mermaids and were convinced they could help them find treasure or avoid danger at sea. In another story, a group of pirates, which was led by Captain John Smith, who's best known for his relationship with Pocahontas, Mm, claimed to have captured a mermaid off the coast of Newfoundland. According to their account, the mermaid had long, flowing hair and a beautiful face, but her lower body was that of a fish. The pirates brought the mermaid aboard their ship and kept her in a tank for several days, but she did die shortly afterwards. Mm. They eventually threw her body overboard. Captain John Smith said that she had long green hair and was, quote, by no means unattractive, end quote. (laughs) I didn't know mermaids had green hair. Mm -hmm. I now think, is it like seaweed hair? Must have been like the color of the yeah. ocean to blend in. And maybe all my to me that makes sense. Maybe all my mermaid um, 
education has been Disney-fied. Mm-hmm. Like, or like Splash from the 80s with, with Tom blonde Hanks hair. and Daryl Hannah. Mm-hmm. And she had that long blonde hair. But I don't ever remember being green per se. But I do remember... Um, was it you that sent me like a video or a TikTok of that? Are you going to talk about that? Um, I don't remember. What did I say? It you? was some kind of grainy video. It was at night on a beach and they had pulled out a mermaid looking creature. I think I've sand. sent you a lot of stuff like you that. Have- so I, don't know. <laughs> I always okay, love sorry. stuff like that. <laughs> I keep thinking about that while yeah, you're talking. She had black hair, I believe. She, it, was a, it was like dark, dark black. Yeah, yucky. but it was also a dark evening. Like mm-hmm. it was nighttime. So it was hard to tell what. Mm-hmm. Anyway, go ahead. I agree. I've always in my mind thought of them as more having coppery hair or mm. kind of light colored hair rather than green. But yeah. to me, green makes sense. If you're spending a lot of time in the ocean, you get seaweed in it. And- sure. Um, and then during your first opening story, you said she had copper green. I'm like, what would copper green? Is that like a shiny green? Is that what you meant? It's coppery green. Yeah. Maybe I so should it's, ask AI. It's a, it's a blend <laughs> of copper. You know how copper kind of gets... Um, or any type of metal, like when it turns, it gets kind of greenish. Mm. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's kind of what I mean. Oh, okay. Interesting. I think AI meant that. Okay. It couldn't decide <laughs> between copper or green. It's it like, just copper well, green. Disney says it's coppery red and <laughs> historians say it's green. So I'm just going to go for copper green. There we go. Yeah. Cool. AI, so smart, so smart. There are also tales of pirates making deals with the mermaids. In one such story, a pirate named Edward Lowe was said to have made a deal with a mermaid that allowed him to escape from a British warship that was pursuing him. According to the legend, the mermaid promised to create a violent storm that would drive the warship off course in exchange for some of Lowe's gold. This is interesting because I didn't know that mermaids loved shiny things. Mm-hmm. It kind of reminds me of like crows and ravens that, you know, drop off gifts for people and they're like shiny pieces of foil or something. So maybe the mermaids needed the gold just for their collection of trinkets underwater or, you know, maybe that's what they use for trading. She likes her bling. She likes her bling. Yeah, yeah. Who knew? Sparkle. Mm-hmm. These stories, I would have thought it would be pearls, you know, being from the ocean. That was so highly valued. Yeah, good point. Well, these stories and others like them demonstrate the enduring fascination that pirates have had with mermaids and the many ways in which they have incorporated these mythical creatures into their lore and legend. Even Christopher Columbus, the explorer, claimed to have seen three mermaids off the coast of Haiti in 1493. He wrote in a journal that the mermaids rose out of the sea, but were not so beautiful as they are said to be, for their faces had some masculine traits. (laughs) (laughs) Historians debunked many of these stories of mermaids as possible sightings of manatees, which makes me ask, Holly, you swam with the manatees in Hawaii, right? Would you think they could be mistaken for a human with long hair? Um... I didn't swim with. You I, didn't swim with them. I swam with the. Um, hold on. Are they not manatees? No, they're all right. Okay. I knew. I knew you were swimming with something that started with an M. It wasn't manatee. No, it was not. We <laughs> what did not you swim with? We swam with manta rays. What are they? Those they big are, winged things. They look like big diamond-shaped alien heads with um, weird little open gills that collect plankton off the sea 
and they have long tails and they get real close to you because they have no boundary skills and they're <laughs> they're very they're very friendly and they do not kill you like a stingray might plunge a dagger right. into your heart no not these guys they are they're like friendly alien looking creatures but they don't look like mermaids uh, no no i would say they look like aliens <laughs> yeah they look like aliens and the manatees that you showed me look like hippos underwater. <laughs> like little hippos underwater. Yeah, I don't and know how either one could be mistaken for I remember a mermaid. Watching an episode of South Park where yeah. Cartman goes to Fox Studios and he wants to talk to the writers of, I think it's yeah. The Simpsons or Family Guy, one of those other cartoons that they compete against. Yeah, and it turns out it's just a big water tank full of manatees <laughs> that <laughs> can, can play. They will push a ball into this little shoot that tells yeah. them which next word they're going to write in their <laughs> script. It's pretty cute. It's pretty funny. Yeah, manatees, uh, yeah, they're yeah. cute. Yeah. They're like little buffalo, water yeah. buffaloes. Yeah, they are. But I wouldn't think either a manta ray or, or a hippos. manatee would look like a mermaid. No, Even I don't Even though they see. all start with the M letter. Yeah, the, I, neither <laughs> one to me, I, I, would, I would not see that in the ocean and go, oh, that is a half woman, half fish no. at all. Though a manatee, um, I'm, yeah, manatee does got, masculine features i would say mm -hmm. so maybe they thought it was men <laughs> I don't know. for men <laughs> manatee no uh well historians you know they get it wrong all the time in 1608 explorer henry hudson also kept a journal where he described seeing a group of white-skinned black-haired mermaids surrounding his ship as he sailed in the Bering Sea near Norway. Oh, okay. So they have black hair too. I think they have every kind of color I guess. of hair. I guess they do. It just depends where you're from. Mm -hmm. You know, the Irish, you know, mermaids, mm -hmm. they've got red, red hair, copper. Yep. yep, yep. It's just amazing all these stories. In 1943, Japanese soldiers stationed in the Kai Islands of Indonesia heard stories from the local villagers who were familiar with a similar creature, which had a lower half resembling a fish and the upper half, though, as a man. And they called them the Oring Econ or manfish. Manfish. Yes. Japanese soldiers stationed in the area also had multiple claims of encounters with these creatures. The mermaids or mermans they saw were five feet tall, had spikes on the spine, shoulders and neck, light pink skin, and a mouth shaped like a carp. Instead of a single tail, they had two transparent long fins with spindly attachments running through them, which resembled frog legs. That's and they weird. had very long arms. That sounds bizarre. This is very specific descriptions. I can't even picture that. It makes me think they are seeing something. I yeah. mean, that just is very specific. Well, there's you know? a lot of creatures in the sea mm -hmm. that... I mean, I'm sure to see them in the light of day would be what the hell? Like we would never have, wouldn't even know how to look to yeah. see it. Like I mean, it would be like, I've never seen anything like that in my life. Yeah. They're like living in the Mariana Trench. Down <laughs> yes, deep. Yes, they are. Down deep. Which is in the ocean. In and the don't dark. ask me where it is. <laughs> it's deep, dark <laughs> down, down, down there. Very dark. Yep. A fascinating tale took place off Maine Island in June of 1967. A ferry boat carrying a bunch of tourists were passing close to the west entrance of active pass when a mermaid was seen with long silver blonde hair who seemed to be eating raw coho salmon on a beach <laughs> by Helen Point. <laughs> the nice. daily columnist reported on the sighting because there were so many witnesses hmm. and also showed a photograph of the supposed mermaid that had been taken by one of the people on board the ferry, George Harrison of Sioux City, Iowa. Really? Yes. 
they all agreed on one feature that they remembered. The mermaid was topless. <laughs> <laughs> so he just got a picture of her from the waist up. Is that? <laughs> no, no, I don't know. I'll show you the po- I'll show you the photo. We'll, oh, good. we'll put it on the links too. Cool. Later that same evening, a Cobble Hill man flew over the area taking an aerial photograph of a silvery object below that resembled the photo George Harrison had taken of the mermaid. Another witness came forward and said it seemed that the mermaid enjoyed the splashing of the waves which came from the fairy's wake. A similar mermaid spotting incident was also reported that same week in the same area by a woman who declined to give her name, saying that she didn't believe that the half-fish, half-woman she saw was a real mermaid. She just thought it was a hoax or something. Oh, okay. Charles White, who worked for a tourist attraction in Oregon, Mm -hmm. They say it was close to Hasita Head Lighthouse. No, it, he worked for a tourist attraction called the Undersea Gardens, offered a $25,000 reward for the mermaid's capture, but nobody was able to capture or find her again. One of the most fascinating stories is that of Jeff Liker's sighting. Jeff Liker, a diver and videographer, claims to have seen and come into brief contact with a mermaid while on a diving expedition off the coast of Kauai. Oh, really? Oh, mm-hmm. that's co- that'd be a cool place to see a mermaid. Yeah. Maybe he was seeing a manatee or a... <laughs> <laughs> manta ray. A manta ray. <laughs> anyway, he saw what looked like a woman swimming with a pod of dolphins, keeping pace with the dolphin's speed, mm-hmm. and then suddenly jumping into the air, revealing her fishtail. There were 10 other people on the boat with them, Mm -hmm. and they all said they witnessed the same event, Hmm. that she was topless. No, I'm kidding. They didn't see that. (laughs) But they all saw the strange creature jumping up for a second time in the air before she dove under the water and disappeared. Liker, about an hour later, decided to take some marine photos, and as he was exploring under the waves, he felt something brush by him. To his surprise, it was the same mermaid. Liker tried to snap a couple quick photos as she swam away. These photographs were later analyzed by three separate reputable labs, which verified their authenticity, saying in no way were the images photoshopped or enhanced. Multiple sightings of a young mermaid were reported in 2009. Witnesses claimed to have seen a mermaid off the coast of the Israeli town of Kiryat Yam. The sighting attracted media attention and caused such a stir in the town that they came up with a reward of $1 million put forth by the town council for any concrete evidence of this mermaid. Wow. NBC, also hearing the story, got excited by the contest and did its own investigation, hiring a film crew to be stationed where she was sighted. They even had a diving team under the water in hopes they would capture her or prove the evidence with credible photography. Hmm. The reward is still being offered and unclaimed, but without any more sightings, it was rumored to be a hoax perpetrated by a local tourism agency. Oh, that would make sense. Mm -hmm. In 2012, as crews were building a dam in Zimbabwe, the workers claimed that they were terrorized by a group of mermaids which caused them to abandon their work on the dam and leave the project unfinished. It seemed that the mermaids were trying to block the water pump from being installed. 
They were encouraged to perform a ritual in order to appease the mermaids. But after it was done, the workers still refused to come back to work. (laughs) The government brought in a new team, believing the first team just got spooked. But the second crew also reported the same thing and refused to finish the dam. Yes. That's interesting. Zimbabwe is steeped in superstition regarding these creatures. And a lot of people do believe in mermaids down there. And there are frequent claims of sightings in the area. In some news reports, it is claimed the dam still remains unfinished to this day. Huh. They haven't been able to get anything done. Chalk up one point for the mermaids. Mm-hmm. They probably don't want the dam because they probably swim through there all swim, the time. Right. That's They're what like, I'm thinking. No, yeah. Not good. Not yeah. good for the mermaids. No. Now, the Travel Channel had a show called Paranormal Caught on Camera. Okay. They featured a story back in 2020 about a possible mermaid sighting in a popular boating lake near the town of Nashville. A Tennessee woman named Wyawana Demon Brown. I know. It's what a, a name. name. <laughs> I, I have to say that's got to be made up, right? Sounds like it. Claimed to have caught footage on her cell phone of a mermaid at Percy Priest Lake. Sure you did, Demon Brown. Mm-hmm. <laughs> It was COVID, so swimming was not allowed at that time. And it was specifically alarming because it was near the dam, which most swimmers would never go out that far. Demon Braun was parked near the dam in her car overlooking it and could not believe her eyes. She wondered why people weren't making a big deal of this fish creature flapping her tail in the water. It was 2020, so perhaps, you know, there weren't the usual focus on the gray outdoors. Maybe the people thought it was just another symptom of COVID. Yeah. Well, you know, visibility could be really poor. Have you ever sure. tried wearing those masks if you had glasses on right. or sunglasses or at the same time? Up and yeah, stuff. it makes yeah. the whole scenery a bit foggy. So mm-hmm. I could see how they could miss it. Yeah. An interesting history of the lake is that when the dam was created on the Stones River, it created the lake, which caused several businesses and families to relocate. They did try to move some of the buildings, but others were just submerged Hmm. when the dam was, you know, made. And the creepy part is there was also a cemetery that was left when they flooded the area. Oh, geez. That's not good. Yeah. Did they move the bodies? (laughs) Most most would say yes, Mm. but there's also a secluded spot called Dragonfly Cove on one side of the lake. Hmm. I bet that is where the mermaid hides out. Dragonfly Cove. It seems like oh, it would yeah. make sense. Doesn't yeah. that sound like a mermaid hiding spot? <laughs> yeah. Sounds like I'd hide out there too. Mm-hmm. Cool. Well, the video footage was also circulated widely on social media, and many believe the mermaid-like creature is just a young girl wearing a swimming suit costume, which you can buy off Amazon. Mm. You want to see this one? Yes, I do. All right. <laughs> that's pretty funny. She's all, that's a fucking mermaid. <laughs> yeah. And she does have the tail slapping down. Good. She does. Yeah. I mean, I could see how someone would see. Yeah, it's a mermaid. It could be that she bought a costume and was just swimming out there for fun. Yeah. But the lady's reaction seemed genuine. It does seem She's pretty just, genuine. Yeah. You'll definitely have to link to that TikTok on yeah. your credits there. That's pretty fun. I don't advise you buying one of these mermaid-like bathing suits off Amazon. <laughs> be too hard to walk in it, for it, one thing. Well, and I came across another story in 2019 
that claimed a Philippines fisherman accidentally mistook one of these mermaid enthusiasts for a large fish and harpooned the person oh, to death. Oh my God. <laughs> oh no. So this story was made popular from an article published from World News Daily Report website on June 20th, 2019. Hmm. The article said it got its information from the Manila Catholic Press who reported about an American tourist who is 28 years old, Andrew Stevens, wearing a colorful mermaid tail swimming in the Philippines and was mistook by a local fisherman for some kind of large fish who harpooned him to death multiple times. <laughs> That's terrible. We're laughing. That. We are laughing. <laughs> um, and I, I think you can be okay with laughing because <laughs> un unfortunately this is a fake news story the article also oh, carried okay. yeah the article also carried a photograph allegedly showing the man wearing the mermaid costume <laughs> but the world news daily report has often reported articles as satire and states that all characters <laughs> appearing in the articles even those based on real people are entirely fictional and any resemblance is purely a miracle that's funny on further scrutiny the photo is of a Brazilian man, Davi de Oliveira Moreira, posing in his mermaid tail costume back in May 2017. Hmm. Locals called Davi Moreira as Sierio or Serio, merman in Portuguese. <laughs> he loves posing on rocks as a sexy merman. <laughs> and I still think, though, <laughs> it is a bad idea to swim around in a mermaid outfit. I mean, what about sharks mistaking you for a big oh, that's fish? That's true. You know, that could happen, too. Yeah, no kidding. Just so let the swimming pools with those uh, swimming outfits. You want to see this merman? Yeah. Well, of yeah. course you do. Of course I do. That's hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> and he's making good money off his photos. Is. I mean, that Getty image was like $500. Really? Just oh my gosh. $499 or Brazilian dollar, whatever they That's have currency over there. For him. That's great. Yeah. I really like his, um, you know, ray of his little ray crown, crown. Yeah. where he looks like Triton. It's a little <laughs> extra step there he took. It's pretty cute. Yes. He just needs green coppery hair. Yeah. And I believe too, that mermaids, if they exist, you would find them more likely in the ocean, not in a man-made lake or backyard pool. Yeah, yeah, because they're so water water creatures. Right? I would think so. Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. So you know, just a tip for people: don't be giving me fake photos of mermaids in your <laughs> in, in your backyard water. pool. Uh -huh. I couldn't believe how many sightings have been recorded, and there were many more reports of similar creatures I didn't include. But according to the National Oceanic and Atmospheric Administration, there is no concrete evidence that the half-fish, half-human creature exists. Sorry to disappoint everybody. Boo hiss. The Discovery Channel had put out a show called Mermaids, The Body Found in 2012, and it caused quite a lot of stir among viewers who thought it was a science education episode. Oh, they started to write in mass to the National Oceanic and Atmospheric Administration, asking questions and more research on the subject of mermaids, which is why the agency had to then put out a statement that there is no conclusive proof at this time for any such creature. So good job, Discovery Channel. <laughs> Way to make it seem like mermaids are real. Nice work. Do you know the singer Demi Lovato? Yeah. Well, she's a huge UFO enthusiast. Yes. And many like her are proposing that these mermaids are one species of alien. Perhaps oh. they are the original inhabitants of Earth. They say that about octopuses, too. 
octopi, um, but they think they're so intelligent and so unusual looking, they're actually an alien species. Yeah, isn't that what evolution taught us? That we crawled out of the ocean mm-hmm. with tails and yeah. then the tails grew legs. dropped off. Maybe we are all descendants of mermaids. Maybe we are. Wouldn't that be cool? That that explains why my highlights turned kind of coppery green. <laughs> Maybe. I was kind of going for blonde highlights mm. in my dark hair, but my hair is too dark. Mm-hmm. My hairdresser's like, this is going to take a couple of attempts it to looks get your like hair. It like a light caramel brown. I want blonde. I want to be like you, Holly. Blonde. I want to be like you, Holly. <laughs> <laughs> you can get some of those um, like blonde, solid blonde hair ties. They tie yeah. into your hair. Yeah. That'd Do be that. cute. That'd be Wouldn't damage cute. it. Yeah. Remember Sun In? Where yeah, we'd all spray that in? Yes, yes. That was That's awful. That's a throwback that to the That was 80s. terrible. That was like orange hair for yeah. everyone. <laughs> well, let me finish up this story. Okay. With the true, true tale of the Little Mermaid that Disney tried to make back in the late 1930s. Oh, okay. It was said that Walt Disney himself really wanted the studio to make the film, but would be part of a longer film that featured several other Hans Christian Andersen tales. However, the studio turned down Walt Disney. What studio turned him down? Um, Disney. No, he is Disney. No, he has a board of directors that turned control, him down. Yeah, oh. the studio animators turned him down. Oh, I'm surprised. Yes, okay. they said no to Walt Disney. He said, y- you may think you own this company, but do you really <laughs> own it? You do not. You do not. We turn you down. So the studio turned him down wanting to portray less dark stories like Snow White. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Such a happy tale for kids. Yeah, for Fear sure. thy mother. <laughs> Definitely a much happier tale. <laughs> Anyhow, the true tale is very different from Disney's film that was eventually made in 1989 and was a huge success yeah the real more tragic story goes like this when the little mermaid first saw the prince he was celebrating his birthday aboard a ship Mm -hmm. suddenly a storm moves in and the ship sinks initially when she sees him drowning in the ocean she was excited at the thought of him sinking because that would mean he could join her in the underwater kingdom of the sea people okay however she remembers then that humans cannot breathe or live for long periods of time underwater she rescues him and leaves him to be found at a temple by the shore. A girl at the temple finds the prince and helps him regain his consciousness. The mermaid watches him from the sea and realizes that the prince thinks it's the temple girl who saved him. Oh. Oh, snap. That bitch. That bitch stealing She's your man. Stealing my thunder and my man. Right. Frustrated, the little mermaid goes to her grandmother and asked to learn all she can about the humans. Ursula? Uh, or <laughs> No, <laughs> just, her, just her grandmother. Oh. The grandmother tells her that humans only live about 80 to 100 years at most, instead of the average 300-year lifespan of a mermaid. Mm. However, humans get to live eternally in spirit form because they have a soul. Yay, us. <laughs> Mermaids, when they die, just soulless. Yes, they ju- <laughs> yes, they just return to the sea as sea foam. Oh. And their conscious existence is gone. Oh, that's depressing. Think about that next time you go to the beach. All that sea foam. Oh, dead mermaid. Dead mermaids <laughs> <laughs> that you're wading through. Jeez. Green sea foam everywhere I look. So the little mermaid wants to live eternally with the prince. And so she goes to the famous sea witch to bargain with her for a solution to live with the prince. Mm. The sea witch gives her a potion that gives her legs in exchange for her voice and tells her that she can never come back to them as a mermaid. 
The potion is somewhat cursed, though, because her legs feel like she's walking on sharp knives Mm. and causes her agonizing pain. Mm. But even with all that pain, she can dance beautifully, better than most humans. The witch tells her she can only have an eternal soul if she marries the prince and if it is true love in return. Mm. However, if the prince marries someone else, At dawn, on the first day after the marriage, the little mermaid will die and become sea foam. (laughs) (laughs) So she better shank that chick that found him on the beach. (laughs) That's right. Real fast. So the prince, no, she has this all wrong. That's exactly what I would have done, but she didn't (laughs) do that. The prince meets the mermaid and enjoys watching her dance. But he finds out that the king and queen have already arranged his marriage to a real princess from a neighboring kingdom. Of course. It's always this story, isn't it? Yes. He refuses to marry, saying he is in love with the temple girl who saved his life. Of course. He finds out later, through a twist, that the temple girl is the princess who was sent by her parents to wed him. Oh, no. Well, that's convenient. Mm. The prince is overjoyed and announces his love for the temple girl, a.k.a. princess, and agrees to marry her. The mermaid, knowing she has nothing to look forward to but death, goes back to her family in the sea and tells them what happened. Her two sisters cut off their long hair and give it to the sea witch in exchange for a knife. They tell the little mermaid that she can reverse the spell and turn back into a mermaid if she kills the prince with the enchanted knife and let his blood drip on her legs and feet. Oh, yeah, this is going to get them banned from <laughs> chat GPT. This is bad. All the gore and blood. The Little Mermaid. And the Disney board didn't want to make this? Yeah. That's they, weird. I know. Oh, okay. The Little Mermaid can't bear to kill the prince as she watches him sleep and instead throws herself and the knife off his ship at dawn. Hmm. She does die. And she becomes sea foam. The end. (laughs) No, that's not how it ends. (laughs) To her surprise, though, she finds she also has a ghost, Polly. A ghost. Okay. Other ghosts come and tell her that because she was kind and selfless and didn't kill the prince, Mm -hmm. God has given her a chance to live on and do good deeds for humans. As a ghost. After 300 years of servitude to the humans, she will then be granted an eternal life in heaven. Oh, score for her. So it has happy endings all around. I guess. Like a typical Disney movie. Wow. Well, um, until she realizes that there is no God and she's an atheist, and then she <laughs> dies and turns to sea foam anyway. <laughs> well, she believes in God at this point, I think. Have you heard of that folk song, The Mermaid? No. You want to hear it? Yeah. <laughs> Good, because scholars have traced the roots of The Mermaid song back at least 400 years. Hmm. Some say it's a sea ballad, which sailors sang while off-duty while others claim it was a sailor's work song and therefore is a sea chanty. I will post a link to the song also, which is performed by the Clancy Brothers and Tommy Makem. Are you going to sing it for us? I'm going to play it for you. I here. think you should sing it for us. I can't. It's got, it's just got a, it's got a sea chanty vibe, which my voice just doesn't, <laughs> just vibe. doesn't go there for that kind of thing. <laughs> here we go. Okay. And the stormy winds do blow. And we poor sailors are skipping at the top While the landlubbers lie down below, below, below While the landlubbers lie down below That's all, landlubber mateys. (laughs) Keep your binoculars close by your beach chair. And until next time, your ears plugged with wax. And your GoPro cameras ready to take those pictures and videos so we can see 
Yes. A real live mermaid. That'd be and awesome. you and you men out there, if you want to take some photos in your photo bikini, send <laughs> <laughs> them our way. We'd like to do that too. I'm not going to pay 499 Getty mm, images. No, we though. want those free. All right. Bye. Okay. Goodbye. What's your name? It's hard to say in English. Well, just say it in your language. All right. My name is. of razor sharp teeth and tentacles that writhed and twisted um due to a reference of the story in the general history of pilots published in 1724 i'm sorry however i can find no proof his logbook is it <clears throat> however i can find no proof of his logbook existing but many believe it's true <clears throat> however sorry josh take take 20 <laughs> When a mermaid with long silver blonde hair seemed to be eat, okay, I don't know what I wrote here. Oh, I'm missing a word. That's why. Seen. Seen is the active verb. Okay. <laughs> well, there, you know, on the subject as to why the agency had to put out the. Oh, I'm sorry. I, I really, I don't know what I was thinking when I wrote this. <laughs> here we go. Okay. That's a commercial. <laughs> hold on, hold on. Hold on, hold on. Oh, wait, hold on, hold on. Why do we have all these commercials? I don't know. Fuckers. My God, how many commercials do you have it's to get It's a lot. Through? Okay, here we go. Oh, I'm sorry. This is the wrong song. <laughs> oh, my God, Carol. Wait, I'm sorry. Oh, hold on. After all of that. I know. Okay, here we go. It's a Friday it's a long song. <laughs> and you're saying that the rights are not available? <laughs> Wasn't that wonderful? That was wonderful. And Thank I added you. a whole other 10 minutes to my story. <laughs> I guess <No>. so. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, my word. As the flames die down, do remain undaunted. Though all hitchhikers are ghosts and all dolls are definitely haunted. Hey guys, be sure to follow us on Instagram. Our handle is at Fireside Phantoms. If you have a spooky story you would like to share with us, send it to firesidephantoms at gmail.com and you may hear it on a future episode.